0: Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active resort club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com, or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Holostradamus Odds Pod for the games of November 16. I'm Mike Halas, sports columnist of the Gazette. Stand-up comedian Tim Sullivan of Cedar Rapids is your co-host. Nathan Ford is our stalwart producer and we are sponsored by EliteSportsBook.com. Floyd of Rosedale week, Tim, and I got a question for you. Uh, if in honor of Floyd, if your last meal was between a BLT, pork tenderloin sandwich, or barbecued pork, which would you pick?
1: Hey, hey, hey. I like the BLT, but I mean, it'd be hard to turn down tenderloin. So I'm going to go BLT just because uh, I couldn't see going the rest of my life without a BLT. I like those. So much so,
0: BLT would be the healthiest thing you could have. So <laughs> yeah. have, have something healthy well, before you
1: croak. I know exactly. I'm getting older, so I need to, I need <laughs> to start. To <laughs>
0: uh, if about? I were in Memphis, I'd take the barbecue yeah, pork.
1: Definitely do it there in Memphis. Yeah, that's but in
0: good. Iowa, I'll go with the tenderloin. Okay, Yeah. If it's a good one, yeah, they're not easy to do great.
1: Yeah, there's yeah there's some there's some good ones around here.
0: Oh, yeah. Minnesota, Iowa. Well, we're. If still got Wisconsin on the brain, I suppose it's the kind of thing oh. people would just as soon be done with talking about. But, All I can uh,
1: say is you got your wish. You said it the first podcast, wouldn't it be something if Minnesota came into Iowa and defeated?
0: Yeah. When I said that, I wondered if maybe Iowa would be in prime position, if that could be a potential championship elimination game. It appears that Iowa has already been eliminated, <laughs> barring a very peculiar <laughs> set of circumstances. Yeah. But uh, this is big for Minnesota, and obviously, but it's big for Wisconsin, too. If, if Iowa wins this game, that Minnesota-Wisconsin game on the final week looks like it'll be for all the marbles in the West, which isn't too exciting in Iowa, but if Iowa wins this game, Iowa still has a 10-win season left on the table. So there's, you know, there's all kinds of things involved here. Did you watch Minnesota-Penn State last week?
1: I I watched a little bit of the second half so it was, it was by the time I flipped it on uh, Minnesota was already up uh seemed like by a couple touchdowns or whatever and then the Penn State started fighting back and then yeah so I got to see some of that
0: They had the fourth quarter on the big screen in Camp Randall Stadium which was nice <laughs> There weren't very many people in there yet. Wisconsin students don't get into that stadium typically till about the second quarter. It's yeah, amazing.
1: Know. That is, I know that is the strangest thing. I remember the first time I went there, and I was thinking,
0: <laughs> yeah, you thought you would have thought at kickoff, you would have thought, and this is always the way it is there that the students are boycotting the football team. Yeah, no, they wait until game time to start streaming in, and it's a very slow process. And then you look, and maybe by the start of the second quarter, they've filled the place in.
1: That's what I, they say. It's a slow process. I thought it was that they were, like, partying at their, you know, <laughs> were at dorms or whatever, and then they all decide after the first quarter to come into the stadium or yeah. whatever. Yeah,
0: and by the end of the third quarter, they're stomping around and trying to, you know, knock the press box <laughs> into oblivion. Uh, yeah, it
1: seemed almost like I, what, the time I went there, both Wisconsin and Iowa were ranked, and I was thinking...
0: Neither Wisconsin's undefeated right now. Why is not that? Why are their fans not here yeah. for this game? And it, it's it's different, but yeah. it's a fun atmosphere. Unless you're you know the Iowa football team, and then it wasn't really that much of a treat. Mm-mm. Uh but you got to bounce back, and they're at home, and it's the biggest home game of the year. Well, uh, you would have thought Penn State when the season began, but now you change how you look at things, <laughs> and it's Minnesota and. Iowa is in that familiar role of potentially being a spoiler. How does that sit with you?
1: I mean, it's different. And, uh, you know, the usually the fun thing about playing Minnesota over the number of years is we feel like uh, usually play them at the end of the year, last game of the year for a long time. And uh, you finally get to have a pretty good comfortable victory and uh see Iowa will kind of put their offense on display it seemed like that's how it had been you know for a number of years at least me growing up as an iowa fan and um you know obviously the last few years it's been more competitive especially like kirk Ferentz said since that uh what was it 2014 when they got beat like what was it 55 to something or what i think like i think it was
0: 51 to 10 it was something yeah ridiculous. it was but unreal nobody it was, saw it yeah, coming yeah it was awful and then in hindsight that 14 team was <laughs> Iowa's worst team in
1: maybe since 2000 yeah and so nowadays uh and the, i mean it's great getting floyd it's weird as an iowa fan because you want to beat all the border rivals and everything but with the Nebraska and Wisconsin, the way Wisconsin's been so good lately, and then just Nebraska being in the conference and the the fan agitation from them uh, makes you want to beat them teams more. So Minnesota's kind of taken, I guess you could say, a number three role to that. And uh, now it's finally something to play for instead of just, you know, I don't really look forward to the Minnesota game every year. It's not like, oh, I can't wait to get to the Iowa-Minnesota game. I mean, I've had fun going to the games up in Minnesota. I've had fun going to the games in Kinnick, but it's not like... There haven't
0: been things riding on that game as much as certain others. Right. Yeah. And here, the Gophers come in with an 11-game winning streak <laughs> in terms of things that if you live long enough, you'll see everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're 9-0. and They're 8th in the playoff rankings. They They just beat Penn State... Watch. I'll
1: take a little credit for that yeah. one.
0: Well, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you're saying is you picked it last yeah. week. Uh, uh Did I?
1: No, no, you didn't. No, oh, I
0: didn't. I, I wasn't very good last no, week. No, you weren't. I
1: was good, but. You
0: uh, we'll talk about that in yeah. a bit. But this game, okay? I it, it's it's odd. I mean. You're talking about the number eight team in the country and they're seventh in wire service rankings, I believe. They're nine and all. They're fresh off a win over Penn State. They scored 31 points against Penn State. Iowa played Penn State at home and only scored 12 and didn't win. Iowa's lost three times, and Iowa is a three-point favorite, (laughs) which uh, is, to me, saying that... A, Iowa's got that good long-term reputation with the odds makers. B, Minnesota does not, and C, that people can see that Iowa's still a good team. But the well, we're here to pick games against the spread. Yeah, you think Iowa covers that three points as the favorite?
1: Well, I mean, I don't. It, I I picked Minnesota last week because I just felt like Penn State was. Uh, Like you said, they had won some great games on the road. They were showing that they could do a lot of good things, but I just felt like that was just going to be a letdown. It just seemed like a lot of the things were leading to that being a letdown. Minnesota was going to be way too excited for that game heading in. And, um... I mean, in a way, it kind of. I feel like it sets up good for Iowa. Now you've had your huge win. You feel really good about yourself. You're moving into the top ten in the college football playoffs. You're imagining going to the college football playoffs. I mean, if no, like, they're not. There's fans that are believing
0: that. No, they're 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 thinking about going to Indianapolis. It doesn't go any further than that, and they know it.
1: I, well, I know, but the, some of the fans, I've read some things, and they think they think they can beat Alabama at this point. But that's the delusional ones, probably. You know, but. Still, I guess when you start winning like this, you start believing anything. I mean, yeah. there was there was 2015, I was thinking, well, you know, <laughs> maybe we can beat Alabama too, I guess. You know, you just start imagining we're undefeated. Until somebody beats you, you don't think you can be beat, really. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where Minnesota's at. And uh, coming in uh, to Kinnick Stadium, I think they're going to be, you know, excited to play as well. It's going to be a fun game. It's I was been getting everything they wanted this year as far as after a loss, they've had a good game to kind of try to get over it. Um, you know losing to uh, Michigan they have had a good game of you know Penn State to you know try to get amped up in and prove yourself again you got to look forward to Wisconsin coming Um, and now you've got Minnesota surprising here on the schedule so um, I I don't know I I feel like Iowa does their thing and uh, they get their consistent results from there everybody wants Iowa to you know try something different or open up the playbook and start spreading it around more and and uh Iowa's track record shows that if they stick to their game plan, you know, more times than not, they're gonna their game plan's gonna work out for them to have a, you know, eight win season, nine win season, possibly whatever. So, I'm I'm thinking that spread is uh, good for Iowa. This is the type of game that Iowa. This is one that Iowa actually can come in and actually get. This is the one they get, you know, every year type of game. An undefeated team or a great team, and then their last gasp hope they finally pull out some kind of good victory on the year. Um but I don't know. i d I've picked Iowa every game this year and uh now I'm just starting to I don't know, a little bit as
0: come on get off the fence.
1: Yeah okay. I'm I'm gonna Iowa's I'm gonna say Iowa wins the game but they don't cover. That's gonna be hard to
0: do. No. I mean it's only a three point spread they're gonna have to kick a last second they're gonna field win a ball. one point game?
1: They're gonna win a one or two point game.
0: Oh okay. Well that'd be exciting. Um, Minnesota's good. I mean they they just are. I mean it, that seems stupid to say when teams nine and all oh, of course they're good. But there are there have been disbelievers. I mean did you believe in them before last week really?
1: I I, I told you the week before Penn State I was actually j- starting to jump on the mm-hmm. the boat so. Well it's taken time. Mm-hmm.
0: But the last four or five weeks, the few games before um, Penn State, you could see it coming together. And then last week, they looked really good to me. I mean, they've got some great defensive players. they got a great secondary. They've picked off 14 passes. This was Iowa's, you know, forte the last couple of years, interceptions. Mm-hmm. And – uh and then they've got offensive skill position players that are terrific, running backs and two great receivers. They're fun to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I'm with you. Uh, uh, this is going to be as good a team as Minnesota has played. I think Iowa is Penn State's equal. I really do. Uh, maybe – a hair less. I mean, we saw them go head-to-head in Penn State 1, but I'll take Iowa's defense over Penn State. I'll take Penn State's offense over Iowa's. But they're coming to Iowa City, and I think that if history shows, okay, the last four seasons, Iowa's not going to Indianapolis, but good team, tough program, will not roll over and die in November especially at home, especially against a good team. So I think Iowa puts forth the supreme effort on Saturday and is just good enough. I'm going to take Iowa and throw the three points, but I still think it's a one-score game. I think it's maybe a 28-21 or something like that. But Minnesota's good, and if Minnesota wins this game, I think they go 12-0. and I think they beat Wisconsin at home, and I think that they... they uh, they get everything that they wanted up there. Uh, yeah, and they
1: get up to, you know, probably play an undefeated Ohio State. Yeah. Like it's looking right now. We, and nobody's
0: going to hold it against them if they get smashed by Ohio right. State.
1: Right. I mean, uh, this is the kind of year that Minnesota needs to – I mean, that's why I'm wondering. Do you think, uh, you know, P.J. Fleck was undefeated up there in Western Michigan and uh, – now he comes here and he's doing this. Right now, it's it, it didn't seem like it was happening for Minnesota. It's starting to happen this year, and I mean, like you said, if he goes undefeated this year or wins this game, I mean, uh, are we looking at a guy that really is a great coach that is figuring out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there, is he I'll, another Urban Meyer? Is that uh, possible? Or is it too? I mean, it's uh, early to say, but is, yeah, are we starting to let,
0: look? At... Let, let's let time decide that because. Fact is, if, if Minnesota had played Iowa's schedule, it wouldn't be 9-0 right now. I mean, this team wouldn't have gone to Michigan and won, in my opinion. And I don't think that this team would have gone to Wisconsin and won or at what that about point Apes? in the schedule. Or, or, yeah, or necessarily Iowa State. No, absolutely. So, this it's a good team. Real good team. It's not a super team. But this is something that's got to torment Iowa a little bit. If if Minnesota wins this game, it's got the, the national limelight on it for a while longer. It's going to Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, unless almost... it loses at Northwestern next week. And, and and people are looking at things differently. People are looking at Minnesota now. People aren't looking at Iowa.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're talking about Minnesota. And these things can... Uh, to use a Minnesota term, snowball. <laughs> yep. you know. So if you're Iowa, you want to slam the brakes on that stuff. Yep. So uh, uh, there's there's a lot riding. I think on it's going to be
1: the most entertaining game of the year
0: uh,
1: for Iowa fans. Uh,
0: I think Iowa can score some points against mm-hmm. this team. I mean, we're, I'm thinking twenties. I think it's Yeah, I
1: think it's going to be back and forth and be really – there was a a game a couple years ago uh, we played uh, against Minnesota at home that was kind of like a dreadful game. It was like 17-10 or whatever. I think it was two years ago at mm-hmm. home. And it just seemed like neither team was very good and could get anything. And I think isn't that the game after Iowa went and played Ohio State the next week and whooped them or whatever, but or somewhere around there. But uh, it was just awful between watching them two teams. I mean, Iowa won the game, but it didn't seem like any team had any kind of – bunk or anything and
0: this one i think is going to be a little different uh the gophers have covered their last six games they haven't just won them they covered the spread in the last six games so you know what that means if you'd bet 10 bucks on the first game and rolled it over (laughs) you'd be up over 600 bucks
1: well now you tell
0: me yeah well, I wouldn't have told you six weeks ago. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> so uh, you're saying Minnesota covers but doesn't win. Right. I'm saying that Iowa covers.
1: Yeah, I'm trying something different. I'm going to change up. Yeah. up, But uh, still going with the Hawks to win.
0: All right, we're going to look at other games when we return. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsBook.com. Resort Club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsBook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a Resort Club member, visit Riverside Casino & Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino & Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. We're back! My class here with Tim Sullivan. Tim. Last Saturday night, I was in a car, had my phone on. I wasn't driving, I'll have you know, and was following the Iowa State-Oklahoma game by the miracle of technology, and they kept coming back, the Cyclones. They were down by 21, I think, going into the fourth quarter, and they weren't beat. And it was Forty-two to thirty-five, and I'm in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin, and it's past ten o'clock at night, and your food options aren't great, and you just want to get home. So I'm in a McDonald's, and I'm following this on my phone, and they score, and it's forty-two to forty-one, and they go for two and fail. Ah, uh, what a day in the state! Yeah, Those two-point I conversions. Yeah. How bad did that Iowa two-point conversion <laughs> failure kill you? Uh, uh, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I I was talking about the two-point conversion. A long time texting back and forth with my brother. We're gonna need this two point. Okay, now we got the field goal. We don't need the two point <laughs> conversion. That makes me at ease, so much better. And then they Wisconsin goes down, gets a field goal, and now we need the two point conversion again. And uh, I, I was nervous. You could see them hurrying up, and it felt like ah, they're rushing this play. Uh, I just didn't feel good about the way it was gonna proceed, and and then it didn't didn't go well. That obviously. is ten
0: straight two point conversions. <laughs> Iowa has not. I don't converted. know why they
1: don't just do that doohickey thing they do with the uh, special teams when they line up and
0: put four guys out here and
1: one guy in the middle and 10 guys over here <laughs> they, that seemed to be pretty successful for them it's confusing any offense yeah. or defense so just throw that thing out there practice those you things. gotta we, go with the doohickey yeah that's
0: i mean that's any high school coach knows that <laughs> doohickey yeah um i would stay i went up with a passing play and there were a whole lot of people and not just cyclone fans people around the country who said that was pass interference that didn't get called. But guess what? It didn't get called. Yeah. So you lost. Do they come back? Do they beat Texas? And get this, a Texas-Iowa State game. And Iowa State's a <laughs> six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, if you told me that a few years ago, I'd have said not yeah. in my life. Or lifetime. even
1: the beginning of this year would be a little strange. Yeah,
0: yeah, six-and-a-half. Uh, you think Iowa State covers this?
1: Yeah, I I picked Iowa State last week to uh, cover against Oklahoma. I thought they would even have a chance to win that. That game. was a good pick. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, I'm I'm gonna stick with Iowa State again on this week. Uh, somebody knows something. I mean, six and a half seems a little high, when, but uh, coming here to Iowa, uh, it's this is in Ames, right? This right. Game's in Ames. right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm I think Iowa State's Texas, it seemed like they've fallen a little bit. Iowa State's going to be a little upset after that loss last week, and they still have a lot to prove this season and going into next season. So I think they're going to want to finish strong, and I see Iowa State being able to pull out this victory. Probably, I guess it'll be a couple touchdowns, maybe Hmm. put it that way.
0: I agree with you 100%. I think think you've got this one nailed. Um, Texas failed to cover the last three games, beat Kansas by two points at home, Uh, Lost at TCU, uh, beat K-State late in that game by three points last week. And I think, you know, alluding to what you said, I think this has got to be Iowa State's signature game of the season. Mm -hmm. It's just been such a frustrating, maddening season. What could have been all four losses by one score. Yeah, The Iowa game got away by a whisker. That thing last week with Oklahoma, so frustrating. Mm-hmm. The loss at Baylor, so frustrating. Baylor hasn't lost yet.
1: Um, I mean, and look how good Iowa State's done coming back against you know Baylor when they were down twenty-one to yeah. three or whatever it was, and then now down to Oklahoma like they were last week. And mm. so they've they've they haven't really got blown out, and they've seems like when they do win, like I said, they seem like they win by a decent margin. And I
0: think I I, I wouldn't be surprised if what you said is absolutely right, I think that they can win this by a couple touchdowns. Um, now, Texas is still good. Yeah. they still got good players and blah, blah, blah. But I just think this is a day when Iowa State finds itself, puts things together, rolls. Yep. So we'll see. Wisconsin's a 14-point pick at Nebraska. <laughs> the Badgers haven't covered in their last three games, but the Huskers haven't covered in their last six. Including the last two to Indiana and Purdue, so something's got to give. Uh, Tim, do you, do you see any way in the world Nebraska stops or even slows Wisconsin's offense?
1: I don't see Nebraska even scoring too many on their own offense. So uh, no, not really. I don't. I don't see Nebraska slowing down Wisconsin this week. Um, and I just don't. I don't know. I feel like those. They're going to still be trying Nebraska, but I just feel like it's kind of over for them already. (laughs) It seems done. And uh, I was watching this uh, college football game the other day, uh, Central Florida, and Scott Frost was the coach of them, and they were pouring Gatorade on his head. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I forgot (laughs) Frost was a winning coach. (laughs) It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) (laughs) It stunned me for a minute. So, uh, (laughs) um, no, I think Wisconsin will win this one uh, definitely by 14 points.
0: I just, uh, you know, the Badgers need to win, first of all. Uh, I don't know how Jonathan Taylor gets held under 200. I just, I, I don't know how. And the Huskers have allowed at least 31 points their last three games to offenses, you know, worse than this. And in all of that, I'm going to fly in the face of common sense, and I'm going to say the Huskers summon one decent competitive wow. game against a good team and somehow cover the 14.
1: That's good. That's good. I, I appreciate your going out like that. And, <laughs> There's and no
0: science behind it.
1: I was just glad I had a team that I could actually pick so I didn't have to pick Nebraska this week because I feel like I've picked them so many times <laughs> this year, and that's what's affected my overall
0: winning record. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a snowstorm or something that slows Taylor down. Finally, in this segment, I had to put this one on here. Ohio State by 52-and-a-half at Rutgers. I love this line. A Big Ten game and a home team is a a 52-and-a-half-point underdog. What a disgrace. What an absolute (laughs) disgrace for the Big Ten for this. Uh, Rutgers is 0-6 against the spread, and, of course, they're 0-6 in the Big Ten. The 0-6 is against the spread in the Big Ten. Ohio State is 6-0 in the Big Ten and has covered every game. Nothing, says Rutgers, can cover 52.5 points in this game unless they get a blizzard of their own, and I'm not sure that would help. Ohio State wants blood, playoff seeding, you know, angry about the Chase Young situation, everything. It's it's like Ohio State last week, I think, did to Maryland. I think they were like, I think that their coach told them, you're not playing Maryland, you're playing the NCAA. You know, go out and hang 73 on them. <laughs> you think Rutgers can cover the 52 and a half? <laughs>
1: I mean, obviously Rutgers has been one of the three worst teams we've said. But, uh, uh You know, and that's such a huge spread. But um, Ohio State puts up points like seventy points, like it's nothing, anyways, against teams. So normally, when I see a spread this big, there's no way I'm going with that. But uh, it just seems like Ohio State can, you know, walk out there in their shorts and get the victory. By 52 points, so yeah, I got to go with. That. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna pick the 52 point spread, and Ohio State covers it. I think obviously it's weird the odds oddsmakers
0: have to put it so high, but yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I think we're looking at a 77 to nothing. You know, <laughs> I, no mercy. You know, Jim Delaney. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking at some of the spreads, and then so that's a huge spread. But this one might—this isn't one of our picks we were planning on doing. But I just want to put this one by you because it seems sure, you know, plausible. Northwestern is a forty-point favorite against UMass.
0: All right, that is going to be my lock of the week. I'm not saying which way we're going to go okay, until I'll the next you, segment.
1: Okay, that we're, we're that's uh, a great segue. Yeah, exactly.
0: And we will talk about our locks as well as a couple more games when we come back. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game, place your sports bet, and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. Or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa. Or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sports book, check out elitesportsbook.com. We're back on the odds pod. We'll do a couple more games and then our locks. Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan by 13. I don't think this one's hard. <laughs> Two teams in opposite directions. I know that Michigan State's owned Michigan since Mark D'Antonio has been Michigan State's coach. And they have. They really, really hate the Wolverines mm-hmm. in East Lansing. They hate them. <laughs> you, you overuse that word in, in football rivalries. Michigan State hates Michigan. And they've. They've loved rubbing it in their noses up there over the last 10 years. But uh, Michigan, in my mind, is a team going in the right direction. Michigan State is going in the wrong direction. And Michigan's covered three straight. A couple of those were against Penn State and Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan State has failed to cover in its last eight games. That's incredible. Do you think Michigan State in this rivalry game can cover 13 points?
1: I, I don't think this is one of those years where no matter what, Michigan State gets inspired and comes out there and can show and they're the underdog and we're really ready to fight. There's, I don't, It's not one of those years, and I don't know what's going on with Michigan State, um, and I would be completely shocked. Uh, I mean, there's, you could cover the spread, I guess, but I, I still would even be shocked if they did. So, um, no, I'm picking Michigan.
0: I'm with you. I'm gonna name you three teams. Nebraska, Michigan State, Northwestern. What's the commonality I'm thinking of?
1: <laughs> uh Nebraska. okay, so uh Nebraska has offense, no defense. Uh Northwestern has uh, defense, no offense. No nope. uh nope, I don't, you're cold. I, what what where are we going with this? They
0: were all in the preseason rankings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well uh <laughs> Yeah, wow, that shows you something about the Big Ten this year. Uh,
0: And it shows you something about preseason rankings.
1: And it shows you something about Iowa. Minnesota was nowhere to be
0: found. (laughs) You know, Iowa's just about right right. where it was projected. Yep. Well, I'm I'm with you, Michigan. And uh, I think the Michigan-Ohio State game is going to be much better than people think. Uh, That game's in Ann Arbor, and I think Michigan's got it going in in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma by 10 at Baylor. Baylor is a first-place unbeaten team on November the 14th when we're recording this. And it's a 10-point underdog at home to a team that lost at Kansas State and beat Iowa State at home by one point in the last two games. Oklahoma by 10 at Baylor. Who do you like?
1: Uh, I still have Baylor for a... uh... National championship. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's still alive. Congrats on on (laughs) that
0: cliffhanger last week.
1: Yeah, but like I told you, it's the talk about disrespect to Baylor when uh, the season started. It was like two hundred to one, and that's what I got it for. And now it's like two fifty to one, and they're
0: (laughs) undefeated. It's so ridiculous. They have to beat Oklahoma (laughs) twice to go to the playoffs. That doesn't seem right. Maybe (laughs) you know yeah i mean you if you beat them once, that should be enough yeah. but.
1: and i I feel Baylor they've done some great stuff this year and they've come back and got close victories and and uh give it up for everything they've done this year but uh I think this is sort of where the uh the time runs out on them and uh I think Oklahoma's gonna cover this ten this week.
0: I think you've nailed another one <laughs> you're you're doing very well this week <laughs> uh, uh seriously i I do believe you've you've got i mean I just think that I know Oklahoma's had a pretty dodgy last couple of weeks, but I think Baylor has plateaued, and and this is this cannot stand. This yeah. team does not yeah. belong in the national title <laughs> discussion. It is time for this to end.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but uh, I'll, I'll keep that card just in case. <laughs> oh yeah, wild thing
0: happens. Uh, the, your magic number is what five? <laughs> they got to win five more games. Yeah. So nine down, five to go. Mm. Or Something like that.
1: Yeah. Who knows?
0: What. Yeah. Okay. Locks of the week. Have you dug one up?
1: I did dig one up, and uh, I'm just kind of surprised this one seemed so easy for me to pick. Uh, but uh, LSU at Mississippi. LSU is twenty-one point favorite. I'll take that all day.
0: I'm surprised. It's. I guess it's playing on the road, and maybe they're thinking letdown. But yeah, that I that does sound low, doesn't it? Yeah. Mississippi's nothing special. Huh. Have they played anybody good, tough? I, mean, I don't keep they up with it enough. Played
1: a little bit. I think they played Kansas State a little bit tough, or whatever. They think they played Cal tough a little bit, but nothing spectacular stood out about it. So, mm-hmm. but they, 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 there was somebody they played a couple weeks ago that I was kind of surprised they played a little tough, but it, but it wasn't any really highly ranked team. So
0: they, I didn't get to see their game with Bama because I was at Madison, but. Uh, that must have been something else.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and that was going to be one of my others. This Bama's at Mississippi State, and they're a seventeen point five favorite. So, um, either one of those, and they
0: need to get some of these so called style points. Yeah, you know, I mean, they really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Northwestern's a 40 point pick over Massachusetts in Evanston. Yeah, How this game is this. on November 16th, I have no idea. <laughs> I got to think the attendance there could be in four digits instead of five if the weather's lousy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh Northwestern had no touchdowns over 3 games before last week when it scored 22 against Purdue and lost. They're one and one and seven uh what are they, 1-8? Yeah, they're
1: 1-8. Uh,
0: they're 2-7 and seven against the point spread. <laughs> and they're a 40-point favorite when the most points they've scored all year is 30, and that was against UNLV. And they're the worst offense in the Big Ten, I think, even worse than Rutgers, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're both god-awful. Uh, and I'm taking Northwestern and throwing the 40 points. Wow. Yeah, because I looked into this. UMass. One <laughs> and nine against the spread, but listen to these scores. They last week they <laughs> lost sixty three to seven to Army. Which you know bodes well for the military, I guess, but uh the week before, sixty three to twenty one they lost at home to Liberty, which lost to Rutgers. Yeah. Before that, 69-21 to to Louisiana Tech, 44-0 Florida International, 62-28 Coastal Carolina, 52-17 Charlotte. Northwestern's got Big Ten players. We're not <laughs> talking about Florida International. Uh, I think Northwestern takes out a lot of frustration in this game, falls into the end zone seven or eight times, covers the spread, and uh, then people go home and forget
1: about it yeah yeah and umass is god awful they just are just awful awful this year i mean i don't think any team should be as bad as they are but uh, yeah i mean it, and it, it's just a it's weird because these two teams you wouldn't think as a fun matchup but to me that um, it is fun that you're picking that's why i had to bring it up earlier is because northwestern can't score and umass just can't stop people from scoring on them in a way so something Something really does yeah. have to give. And Northwestern
0: getting 22 points last week inspired me that, well, now that they know that, you know, touchdowns are an actual thing, <laughs> yeah. they'll go get a bunch of them this week.
1: Well, and, hey, uh, I want to congratulate you because it took until last week, but you are officially, we can call your locks locks now. You are, you have a winning record in the locks department.
0: Oh, last week was a miracle. <laughs> I had Illinois against Michigan yeah. State, and I heard they were down 31 to to 10, I think,
1: Yeah. going into the fourth yeah. quarter. 35 to 10, I think, or
0: something, whatever it was. I, just, I saw the score in the Wisconsin press box, and it's like, well, that was brilliant. <laughs> and then they come back and win the blasted <laughs> game. They didn't just cover. They won the soccer. <laughs> I felt like a genius. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: really, uh, set, it really was good for you. You needed that victory.
0: Uh, I, well, I, I, on I think uh,
1: I was thinking about you during that. I was like, oh man, Mike really messed up on that, uh, and then no, I was like, whoa, what a genius. See, that's
0: that's uh, <laughs> that goes to show you handicapping these games. You know, it's really a skill set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, if you'd picked Michigan State, and after three quarters, it's like, ain't you know, you'd been pretty puffy. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Credit to Illinois, my gosh. Yeah, Six they and come four. back
1: against teams this year. And, I mean, what, the, the, what could, could be with Illinois this year as well? I mean, if they could have gotten that Nebraska victory, the Eastern Michigan victory, that we're talking about eight wins right now. Well,
0: it's a good lead-in because next week it's Illinois-Iowa. Yep. And uh, Illinois has this week off, so we know that they'll have a four-game winning streak coming into Kinnick. And who would have thought that that'll be an actual interesting game?
1: Yeah, and once again, if Iowa is not able to perform this week, they'll
0: have something. (laughs) Got it to be a battle of two six and fours. Yeah. Huh. Um, Well, Illinois-Iowa next week. And we hope you'll come back and we'll talk about that, have a few laughs, make some picks, and so forth. Thank you for listening this week. And uh, have a good weekend.